Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. Our guest this episode is Vanessa Bamford from Vision Beyond Business. She chats with Simone about purpose-driven business and how to avoid burnout. Welcome to this week's episode of Seriously Social, the podcast, and today I am joined by the lovely Vanessa Bamford from Vision Beyond Business. Vanessa, thanks for coming along. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, Perhaps to start off with, can you just give us the Cliff Notes version of how you find yourself sitting here today? (laughs) (laughs) The Cliff Notes version. Um, I... Um, I guess a bit about me. Yeah. Um, I started my journey um, with Vision Beyond Business about 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, growing my business and wanting to network and everything. Met, met you. Yeah. Um, and um, along the way, following you online, um, obviously found um, you doing a podcast yeah. and interested in talking to, to people and put my hand up. And yeah. And what's, what's your... Um, because you do so many things, yes. but what is the thing that is your heart starter these days? What do you really yeah. enjoy? <clears throat> so I restructured the business um, at the end of 19 yeah. um, because I was really following purpose mm-hmm. and didn't feel like I was following it the way I wanted to. Yeah. So um, wanting to make more of a positive impact for small businesses mm-hmm. and um, and generations to come basically um so i was doing tax returns and financial statements and um you know business advisory Mm -hmm. but i didn't really feel the pull to it there was just no passion over that um so now um really focused on working with purpose-driven organizations Mm -hmm. um and businesses and um providing the end-to-end service so giving them the full i guess um the confidence to know that the the back end finances are sorted. Yeah. Um, that they've got me by the side working as I guess their CFO mm-hmm. with their with them who the business owner as CEO and really um, driving strategy to yeah, make a difference in what they're doing. So yeah, cool. and loving it now. Like I yeah, yeah, it took me a while to kind of navigate through everything yeah. and um yeah, really loving Loving life and loving what mm. I do now. Yeah. So give us a bit more of an understanding. What is a purpose-driven business? So it's a, yeah. it's a great catchphrase. It is, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> what, is what it? does it mean? Yeah, to me, um, it's somebody that's doing what they do um, for a real um, definite reason that's not money. Yeah. Um, I've, I, what I've found over time, so I've got, I guess, I still want to help all small businesses, mm-hmm. but I, I predominantly work with sort of smaller, medium businesses yeah. that are growing. But through the small business space, I find there's a lot of people that go out and do what they want to do because they're passionate and they love what yeah. they do and they love helping people and they're good at it, mm-hmm. um, but they burn out really quickly or yeah. they're not making enough money. Um, and so that that to me, that's purpose. You're yeah. doing what you do because you love it or you're doing what you do because you want to... Um, be that provider for your family or mm-hmm. you, want a, you want a lasting legacy, whatever yeah. that might be. Um, or you've got a, for example, the not-for-profit organisations, they're doing it for a, make a difference. better reason. Yeah. yeah, And that's what I want to do, a, a ripple effect, I suppose. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense to me because I worked out ages ago, I don't even remember which book it was, but I, they basically said you need to come up with what is your core purpose for yeah. being. 
like yep. as, a, as a human being yes. what, what what is it that floats your boat and mine was just connecting people to people for mutual benefit yep. so if I can do that every day yes. my life's complete yeah. really I might yeah. have good days or bad days but as long as yep. I get to play that game that's fine yeah um and then once I knew what that was then I could go well my businesses either fit that or they don't mm-hmm. and I have to fit it it's yep. not negotiable so if if I looked at a business or acquiring another business yeah that didn't fit that somehow yeah then it was a no yeah yeah so it makes decision making much much easier i think heaps easier and even though i think the the beginning um journey of looking for purpose Mm -hmm. like that that's quite um it's quite a journey in itself yeah it (laughs) is because you go you know i'm I'm, this is what i want to do and this is what i believe in but until i had to make some really hard decisions yeah and some you know some some decisions that you know wrecked me yeah um, I had to go through some really horrible things mm. um, but just trusting that this is what I this is why I'm doing it you know I'm doing it for my family I'm yeah. doing it to be there for my kids um, and I'm doing it to make it a difference not just for the people I work with but for them as well yeah. you know like when I looked at my purpose being that's what it is in business mm. but in life I want to be the best mum I can be so I'm making yeah. a positive difference for my kids yeah and I was like well I'm not you know, I'm yeah. not making a positive difference for my kids. I'm not present. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm rushing around. I'm trying to do a million things. I'm burning out. I wasn't putting, you know, my health first. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of role model am I being to them? And and, and I think until I, I made this really heavy decision to restructure my business on what I thought it should look like, mm-hmm. um, as much as it was kind of a really big decision and, and a really hard journey to go through after that as yeah. well to kind of get back to better health. Yeah. Um, I can sit back and say I'm genuinely, you know, really happy with the mum that I am mm-hmm. and the business owner I am. And, um, well, and I think like that's the challenge really is because you've got um, – and I don't know at what point but and whether men also go through this. I know mm-hmm. women as mums – in business, definitely, you, you've got the competing demand. So I assume yes. that dads go through exactly the same <laughs> thing. Um, but it's, you know, my kids will say stuff to me like, you know, why aren't you coming to this? I'm like, well, your teacher only, like, emailed about it yesterday. Yeah. My diary's booked up six weeks in advance. Yeah. So, um, yeah, same thing. I kind of had a con- conscious decision this year and I hired an executive assistant yeah. because I was like, you know what, I would rather pay somebody. Yeah. And I have less money but more time. Mm-hmm. And it's great now because she schedules in, like she'll get the school newsletter. Every single event goes oh, into wow. my diary so that I don't have to think about it. Yeah. It's all done. There's no danger of me missing that school play or that sports yeah. day or whatever else. Um, and she just does all of the tasks that I don't need to do. Yeah which then allows me to prioritise things like health. So same thing, I'm back in the gym and I'm lifting yep. and I'm eating properly and doing what mm-hmm. I need to do. And then all of a sudden business gets easier because I'm healthy and I'm happy mm-hmm. and so I can do all the things. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who's in the burnout stage? Because I find mm-hmm. at the normally at about the three-year mark and the five-year mark, or for me anyway, yeah. they were... Um, I was they were what am I doing yep. years yeah it's like why am I yep. here yep um I definitely hit the why am I here mark at about the about the fourth year I reckon mm-hmm. um 
but I pretty much reckon I was burning out constantly. <laughs> I just kept hitting a wall and then yeah. hitting a wall and hitting a wall yeah. until I just hit that brick wall so hard that I couldn't get back up again. Yeah. Um, what would I say to somebody who's in burnout? Um, um, stop. Just stop for a minute. Like, yeah. just stop. You've got to stop. Like, you know, you... You're in that constant thing of being busy. And, mm. um, but if I don't get this done, well, if you don't get it done, the world's not going to end. No. You know, um, yeah. but you could. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I still see it. And I think it's it's everyone's on their own journey. And mm-hmm. I do find it really hard when I can see it in someone. And yeah. I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm saying, you know, like I can see this in you. And if you could just stop. And just slow down, um, but people have to find it in their own way. Yeah, and, they do. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's a challenge at the moment because that glorification of busy is such a thing. Mm. And in the startup communities and online, you've got the Absolutely. hustle and grind. And, um, you know, as much as people like Gary Vanachuk and Kerwin Ray are great yes. in some respects, but they have entire teams sitting behind them, filming them, creating all their content. Yeah. Blah, blah. And I often say people will have gone off to an event like that, come back and, and think that they have to do all of this. Yeah. And, yeah, if you can just bring it back, yep. you don't have to grow that fast. You don't have to. Absolutely. It's got to be sustainable, whatever it I th- is. I think I learnt after the big burnout mm. that my motto became slow is fast. So oh, every I like time that. I wanted yeah. to go fast and even now, yeah. like I guess having built so much more self-awareness as well, mm. every time I get that, and yeah. anxious feeling of I've got to do this. I go, hang on, that's my that's my sign. I need mm. to slow down because slow is fast for me. Yeah. If I just do it slowly, I'll get there and I'll yeah. get there quicker mm. um, and I'll get there at a reasonable pace as yeah. well and I'm not sacrificing anything. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense to me. I think too one of the other challenges, and I know for myself, I'm really aware that I've got so many connections mm. on Facebook and everywhere else that um, – I have a responsibility to post when I have crap days. Yes. Like, because... I like that you do that. <laughs> I really do. Because <laughs> otherwise everyone's like, oh, she's so successful. She does this, she does that. And I'm like, yeah, I do all of that. Yeah. And then I build a blanket fort and I don't want to get out of bed for a day <laughs> because I did all of that. Yeah. Like there's a yeah. cost yes. that comes for the things. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, one of the things that would be more beneficial is if more business owners told the truth about what it was to yeah. own a business. Yeah. Like, yes. Instead of glorifying. I think it's 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 vulnerability though, putting yeah, yourself out there. That's true. really scary. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, trying to. Yeah. Um, but you've got to fight your own demons, yeah, in here yeah, as well true. things, you know. Um I try and put things out there and then yeah. Um, it's good now because I guess I've got a marketing person helping me yeah, so I can say yeah, yeah hey can you I'll write this out and then you just kind of you glaze over the bits that just kind of need tweaking a little bit yeah. but I still leave it in my language yeah nice. um and I feel like by having a filter I can put more things out there oh that's cool yeah I wouldn't have thought yeah. about it that way but you're right because it's um yeah, it's it's the confidence in knowing that someone else has checked it over. Yeah. And for me, um, definitely when it comes to like articles that I write and things like that, I have to have someone check it out because yeah. I literally dump my brain yes. on a page. <laughs> and there's usually a, a million spelling mistakes and 
glaringly grammatical errors yeah. that someone's going to pick me up on at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it means that I don't worry about it too much. But what's interesting, I suppose, is I spent um, oh, it was maybe like 30 days a year ago. Mm. I went, I'm going to, for 30 days, I'm going to be unapologetically me. I'm mm. going to do what's right for me. I'm going to do what I need. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it politely and kindly, but I'm just going to be unapologetically myself. And for the first probably 12 days, it was really painful yeah. and scary. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I just said no to going to this event. I just said no to this <laughs> yes. and that. Um, but it really cured me of caring about, uh, caring about being judged. Yeah. So, and I think that that was massively liberating when I stopped mm. caring about, mm. I'm like, I'm putting it up. If you don't like it, don't read it. Yeah. If you disagree with me, you're allowed to have an opinion and I don't have to personalise the fact that you have a different opinion. Yeah. But I wonder too whether that's like a 40-year-old plus thing. Cause I do think, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. you hit 30s and then you start kind of having that whole attitude of, yeah. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's true though. But I don't. Yeah. You, know, um, I, you know, I look at my daughter and I think, oh, if only I could give you the things that I've learned, yeah. you know, and I know you've got to go through those things. Mm. But, yeah, to not worry what other people think is yeah. definitely a very liberating thing. It but is, it is, yeah. a, I think it is a... It's a 40s thing. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah well, yes. Everyone I seem to speak to that's in that place is over the age yeah. of 40. So yeah. I go, yeah, maybe that's just a, we know that we've got, you know, not as much life ahead of yeah. us as we used to. And, and I did read an it. article recently that said that. They, yeah. That, um, uh, well, people over 40 tend to be more purpose-driven. Yeah. Um, because they've had, I guess, so many experiences in mm. life to get them there. Um, they have uh, better mental health. Yeah. Um, and they generally don't care so much what people think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. I was having a conversation with like, one of my kids the other day because I'm really concerned about labels. So yes. labels is a thing that yep. – and we give kids – because they live in this digital world now as well yep. – they start labelling themselves with stuff yep. that you just go – did I take you to see a mental health practitioner? Did I, you know, so like, you know, one of my kids is like, oh, you know, mum, I have really poor social skills and, you know, social anxiety. And yeah. I was like, no, you don't. I'm like, you are egoically sound yeah. and you have an internalised locus of control, yeah. which means you don't care that much what other people think of you, yeah. which can be construed as poor social skills if you fail to take the time to package your delivery yeah yeah so but you're perfectly capable of packaging your delivery which means that's a choice that's not poor yeah. social skills and he was like oh, <laughs> I can, yeah but it's just oh, you no. know like of course it, yeah. i find it fascinating because there is this whole um you know and not taking away from people that suffer from anxiety or mental illness because that's a whole another yes. ball game yeah but there is a, another whole um area of people who are really just worried well yep. they're under stress yep. and they're not necessarily doing things about it to address the stresses yeah. that they're under absolutely um so yeah i i would like to see people just stop yes slow down yes so so would i yeah i think in general, if we all could stop and slow down, yeah. life would be better for everybody. Absolutely. Because when you're overwhelmed and you're worked up, you're also like you you're not as kind because mm. <laughs> you don't yeah. have the you don't have Bandwidth. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your you know your window of tolerance is pretty low and yeah um, things kind of 
you know I see it I see it in people now I guess yeah. because I have slowed down and I go oh they need to slow down yeah I just need to take a breath you know yeah. but that you know in talking to kid my kids and stuff as well saying you know you don't know what's going on in other people's lives mm. you know so if you don't want to feel that feeling of um, I'm worried about what other people think of me and then stop thinking things of other people, stop judging other people. Uh, I like that. Yeah. So if we stop judging, then we're not going to worry that we're being judged. Yeah. Um, I had someone ask me the other day that, that who who do I compare myself to? Yeah. And I looked at them, I'm like, I don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, surely, like, when you see people, when you meet people, you compare yourself to them. I'm like, no. And it was really, like... It was weird because I, I never have. Yeah. Like, I probably, like, when I was a teenager, yeah. sure, I would have yeah. gone, oh, she's really pretty or he's yeah. really athletic yeah. or, you know, oh, they've got a really nice outfit on. Yeah. But somewhere along the lines, I cured myself of mm. that by, oh, it was, it was another one of those, like, 30-day things. And it probably comes from having a mother that's a therapist. Yeah. She's like, yes. she goes, you know everyone judges everything Mm -hmm. and it's really unhealthy and so I want you to practice non-judgment for 30 days so every time you go to have an opinion about someone you have to stop it yeah and so yeah I really don't see like I see the person in front of me Mm. I don't see how their hair is what they're wearing all of those kinds of things unless I actively cultivate it because I want to say something nice to them about um but yeah it was I was struck by, well, how many people are living their lives using up all of this energy, yeah. comparing themselves. Yeah. 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 And if they let all of that go, then they have all this energy to Absolutely. build the life that they want. They yeah. don't need to compare themselves. I think it's it? being lost as well, though. Mm. You know, not knowing who you truly are yeah. and not, not allowing yourself to find that and be okay with that, whatever yeah. that might be. Um, you know, I, I've definitely got a, a inner fire yeah. um, that I never really liked because it was, you know, for me it was I've got to be kind and I can't, mm. you know, I can't let that kind of, I saw it as really negative. Yeah. But I like my fire now. Yeah, you know, cool. I've come, you know, I'm at peace with the fact that, you know, I've, you know, I've, I'm pretty fiery. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. No, no, not at all. Um, I think it's a, it's a strong thing and yeah. I really like it now. And mm. I channel it in a positive way. So, yeah. You know. Well, and I think if you embrace those aspects of yourself, then you can. Yep. Um, I think, yep. yeah, it's funny. I have uh, a conversation with um, Alex every now and again where I go, you don't want that part of me off the leash. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, there, there is a part of me that will maim and kill someone with my vocabulary. But you don't want yes. that off the leash. I don't let it off the yeah. leash. But I give it a little bit of... You know, it's there if you yeah, need it. Yeah, if, it's, if I really need to, it's, yes. it's fine. But yeah. it's not necessary most of the time. I, I say it with my son. He's only seven. But yeah. he has this... And it is a fire. It's an inner fire. Yeah. It's, it's it's very, you know... Um, I say, I say it's a really him, strong energy. It yeah. is, and I've said to him, "You have, you've got mum's superpower, like oh, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, but you don't want to use it for bad. You've mm. got to use it for good. You've got to take control of it." So yeah. he's seven, you know, like yeah. <laughs> he's still learning. But yeah. you know, um, you know, you can, it, you, you know, you can get so fired up, yeah, like, and that you, you know, words were never my thing, mm. and so it was always, I guess, suppressed until I kind oh, of yeah. exploded. Yeah. Whereas now, um, you know, um. 
started um, Muay Thai about a yeah, year and a half Yeah, kickboxing is great. I for love that. it. Yeah, yes. I did martial arts for a while. It's it fantastic. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I yeah, spoke to someone recently who said that, yeah, um, being able to feel your power yeah. in, in martial yeah. arts is, um, yeah, super empowering. And, and I do. I love, I love kicking a bag. I love yeah. sparring and... Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. see, so you're making me miss it. <laughs> oh, you do. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Well, I think mm. that's a really nice way to end. So yeah. Like embracing your superpowers. Absolutely. And, and moving on to create the world that you want. Vanessa, thanks very much for joining Thank me today. Thank you for having me. Thank pleasure. you. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Seriously Social. Check our website for the latest news, show notes, and for details about Simone's latest book, Confident Networker.